On this week's episode, we welcome Logan Delaney and Troy Fritzhand. I remember my father telling his story that he bought a Chevrolet in 1948, paid $50 for it, and it was 13 years later before he ever had to take it in to be serviced. Buy a used car today. Buy a new car today. And tell me how long before you go to have that car serviced. It's what we call plan obsolescence. You know what that is? And in economics and industrial design, it's plan obsolescence, where a policy of planning and designing a product with an artificially limited for it to work so it makes sure that you can go back and buy it again and the big corporations make money. And, and, and Logan and Troy, it's good to see you both, but it's amazing how the products are being made today to malfunction, to continue to fleece people who are already struggling and barely making ends meet. Logan? Armstrong, I have to disagree with you. There are two types of obsolescence. You know, one is what you, uh, uh, I would call um, uh, physical obsolescence, and the other is planned obsolescence, uh, or sorry, technological obsolescence. And the problem that I have with what you say is that, you know, I think about cars and cars in the 1970s. Uh, and if you had a flat, I mean, you had flats like all the time in the 1970s. Today, when was the last time you had a flat? I have and, one now. Well, you're very unusual. Okay, because, I answered your question. I have one now. Yeah, but you're very unusual, Armstrong. You go down the street, you go down I-95, you used to see people with flats, you know, every 10 miles back in the 70s. Today, you rarely see a person with a flat tire. Uh, I, I, the, the issue of technological obsolescence, especially with something like an iPhone, is that an, if you could keep an iPhone 10 years ago, but the iPhone that you have now is so much more powerful than the one that you had, had uh, 10 years ago. Uh, you, you know, I mean, you get Google, you can Google something stuff on it. You get pictures. The memory is 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 much uh, greater. Uh, you know, and there is technological obsolescence in an iPhone. And technological obsolescence lasts about, you know, in in my experience with electronics. You know, based on my business, technological obsolescence is about you know, you know six years. You know. Well, let me, you know, you know what? It's, it's, it's always good to have corporate America on. And boy, you representing corporate America today. Boy, I want to tell you, you're doing a great job. Let me congratulate you, Logan Delaney. Now, we're going to deal with everyday America. Young man, Troy, deals with computers, iPhones, vehicles. How do you respond to Logan? Are we out of touch? Are we not being fleeced and ripped off? I, I am out, out of touch. Yeah, hey, Armstrong, good to be here. And I, I have to say, uh, Logan, I completely disagree with what you're saying. I mean, I remember when I got my first Mac laptop. This was probably 2010. I used that same computer until early 2017. Towards the end, I started getting problems. The only reason being that Apple stopped supporting the computer. And... I went and got a new computer. I was so excited, you know, this brand new computer. And I was having problems that never existed in my old computer. And 
you know, what I've seen with the iPhone, with the, with the Mac computers, and I, I really think it's a big Apple problem, uh, primarily since Steve Jobs passed away, has been, you know, this, maybe it's a, you know, coordinated effort, whatever, whatever it may be, but they're clearly, there's something in the hardware that they're doing that is not allowing these devices to last as they used to. There's, there's absolutely no doubt about that. I, you know, I'm, I wasn't around the 70s, so I can't really speak to, um, you know, flat tires and all that. But if that's the case, if that's reasonable, you know, that's a that's a real safety concern. An iPhone breaking down after two years isn't necessarily a safety concern. It's an economic concern. So it doesn't surprise me that tires and cars are safe, safer because that's, I mean, you're dealing with people's lives. But I think without a doubt, you know, you could ask anyone just looking at the technology, I mean, things are breaking down. If you walk into an Apple store today and the genius bar is, I mean, you have to book appointments weeks in advance, which is, you know, you could say, oh, great, the Apple stores are, are packed, but that's a terrible thing that Apple consistently needs to have people coming in to fix their devices. That should never be the case. So no plan obsolescence, Logan. Well, let me ask you something. Why don't you go buy an Android? I mean, the problem is that Apple has an oligopoly or, or close to a monopoly for a lot of people. People are so tied to that brand. And if you aren't satisfied, go to an Android. I know a lot of people who've gone to Androids uh, and use other kinds of, you know, uh, Akias, et cetera. You don't have to stick with Apple. But Logan, I, I know you're speaking to Troy and we want to give him a trans chance to respond. Are you also saying that vehicles are not designed to break down in the parts where they continue to take your money and they cannot make these vehicles last long? Are you really hey, taking it this, to this extent? The, the extent that I'm taking it to is that there's a cost-benefit analysis when you're doing something on physical obsolescence as opposed to technological obsolescence. My company can make a motor that will last 100 years, but you don't want to pay for that motor, okay? you much rather spend, you know, you, you might have to pay $1,000 for that motor Whereas I can make a motor that will last 20 years, which is what we make for refrigerators, which costs $5, okay? Now, do you wanna have the $5 motor in your refrigerator that, uh, that lasts 20 years? Uh, um, you know, the fact is that, you know, most refrigerators, you know, 20 years from now, uh, you, you know, are gonna be technologically obsolete because we're not gonna use the same technology. So what do you need a 100-year motor for that you have to pay 10 times for? Well, if you're passing it on to your heirs, it makes all the sense in the world. Troy, I'll give you a chance to continue. Yeah, um, also I'll, I'll, to, to your first point, I did go ahead and not buy, I bought a Dell computer after two returns of the new, uh, the new Mac because I was just, I mean, I was so disappointed really in it. Um, but I mean, what you're saying is true. I mean, the, we know the technology's in place. You know, my BlackBerry from 2008 used to go three, four days without a charge. My current phone, my iPhone can't go more than four or five hours. So we know that we know the technology is there. We know that Apple is, you know, they're charging $1,500 for a phone that costs them two, $300 to build. If that new battery costs another 50, 200 bucks, sure. But I mean, to the larger point, yes, in theory, customers could just leave Apple, but you know, Apple is very smart. Steve Jobs is very smart, especially with my generation getting people, getting kids hooked from a young age, you know, going with schools. So that was a big thing when I was younger. All of the computers in the schools were Mac. So we got into the ecosystem 
they built in with the phones and the, and the laptops and the tablets, they built an ecosystem. So it's not as easy as just saying, oh, I'm just going to leave. And I, I, I think that it's, it's wrong to say that. Um, there's so many there's so many things that go into consumer buying habits. And it's not just, oh, I'm just I'm going to leave here. Logan? Well, if you want to pay the cost of not looking for the best price, not looking for the best value, I can't help you. I mean, that's, I, I don't want to say, I don't know you, Troy, but, you know, I would say that if you worked for me uh, in my uh, IT department and you said, I don't want to go through uh, getting a more cost-effective computer system because, you know, it's too much work for me, I'd, I'd look for another employee. But Logan, it's almost as if you're saying that plan obsolescence is a good thing. You No, I say that. What I said is that there's a cost to maintaining longevity. Take batteries, for example. Uh, you can get a battery that lasts much longer in a telephone, but you have to pay for it. Are you willing to pay for it? You know, that's what you have to ask yourself. Troy, you know, I and there's, a, and there's a big difference between a BlackBerry and what a BlackBerry did 20 years ago compared to what an Apple computer can do and the draw on the current. Troy. You know, every- so, okay, but if we're, but if we're, if we're looking straight you know, at, at profit margins, we know Apple's profit margins are through the roof. So, I mean, if there's just a little tweak in their, um, in their profit that would be a benefit to the customer, I mean, they technically should be a cus- customer first uh, customer first uh, company. And that, that's really my biggest, uh, you know, qualm with Apple these days is I really felt that when Steve Jobs passed away, it was taken over by Tim Cook, they really left that, that ethos changed. Um, and I mean, I think it's wrong. I mean, customers are clearly getting ripped off. I mean, that's just like, it's just fact. We, like you said, the technology is there. It would cost them more. I agree. I agree with that. But would would that make it up? Yeah, sure. Maybe the customer doesn't care; they don't realize. But I mean, that's just the, you know, that's that's not the, you know, that's not my fault. That's that doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't just because they don't understand and they're not like a sophisticated enough buyer to see the the negative aspect of the, the device doesn't mean that Apple's right to do it. And then you got Amazon's earnings through the roof, and they raised subscription prices by almost thirty or forty dollars. L- Logan. Hey, Armstrong, that's capitalism for you. Capitalism, wait, listen, you don't have to buy from Amazon. You don't have to buy from uh, Apple. Go to a cheaper source. There are other things. Go to eBay. Go to, you know, there are a lot of other places where you can go to to buy goods and services. But you rely on, you know, I don't know why you stay with Apple or stay with Amazon. I know. Logan, let me tell you this. Apple is one of the most expensive tech brands out there. How are customers not being ripped off and they're paying for the most expensive technology? Because they like the brand. They think it's dependable, okay? If you if you are willing to look around and shop around, you can get something that would be equally as good and it'll cost you a lot less money. You know, here's what I want to say. Um, a good, a bad obsolescence. People are being fleeced. And, you know, like Logan, there are many of us who are blessed, but we have employees 
who understand that people just cannot get a break. They need a break. These corporations should be more compassionate and more sensitive towards their employees and their customers. How much money can you make? Thank you for listening to this week's episode.